This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Sochet. Episode 196 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Bluehost. The best web hosting for just $3.95 a month Bluehost is the number one recommended web hosting service by WordPress.org. Every account features one-click WordPress installation. Plus, Bluehost's trained in-house experts are there to help 24-7. Their robust help center includes guides, video tutorials, and more. You can try them and love them, or get a refund within 30 days of signing up. Your satisfaction is their top priority, and they're confident you'll be pleased with their services. So just head over to sociallysupportive.com and click on the Bluehost picture for more information today. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome to Thoughtful Thursday. And I'm so excited to bring this to you. This is our week of trending now. So we're looking today to talk about the future of digital interactions. And by that, I mean digital customer care, social media customer care, online chat, all of that all put together is digital interactions as opposed to customer service in person or on the telephone. But before we get into that, I want to make sure that you are aware that I'll be covering and moderating at the Insight Group's Customer Service Summit West, June 7th and 8th in San Diego. I'll have a booth there. There will be a ton of great speakers and guests and panelists and moderators there. It's going to be fantastic. So make sure that you head on over to sociallysupportive.com slash CSS West for more information today. And if you're going to be out there, which I highly recommend, this is one of my favorite conferences of the year then make sure that you come out and say hi. I'll have the booth there. There's usually a great conversation happening somewhere right in front of the booth with all of the folks who've either been on the show or getting ready to come on the show. Great people will be there. And my other announcement is don't forget that my new book is coming out soon. It's called What Customers Want. And if you're a member of the social pack, you will have excerpts of that book coming to your inbox soon. But if you haven't signed up yet, just head on over to sociallysupportive.com and sign up there for that. All right, so let's move on to today's inspiration. Today's inspiration comes to us from Joshua March, who in his book, Message Me, The Future of Customer Service in the Era of Social Messaging and Artificial Intelligence, which is our book of the day, in his book, he said, Effortless, convenient, and seamless experiences are the key to keep customers coming back and recommending your brand to their friends. Amen, Joshua March. All right, so let's talk about what we're talking about today, the future of digital interactions. So here's what I did for today's episode. Yesterday, we were talking about Clara Bridges' C3 conference and some of Dimitri Callan's thought leadership. And then today, guess what I received in the mail? 
Yes, I received an advanced copy of that book, Message Me, The Future of Customer Service in the Era of Social Messaging and Artificial Intelligence. And I cannot wait to read that. I'm so excited that Josh thought about me and sent me an advanced copy. Thank you very much. That is fantastic. And I will tell you that when I thought about those two, I thought about the future of digital interactions as a whole. And I wanted to sort of dig into what's trending right now, what's changing right now, and give you some of the thoughts between what's coming out of Josh's book, what I heard from Dimitri the other day, and some of the thoughts that I shared with you about scale, measuring ROI, and innovating. I will do a full episode of Josh's book coming up soon, but if you need to hear more about it and you can't wait, which I would understand, you can refer back to episode 45, Message Me, and Josh will tell you himself all about the book that I just received in the mail. So first, I want to start off with Josh. And when we think about the future, he is, just in case you're not aware, he's the CEO of Converse Social, which is one of my very favorite social media customer care engagement tools. One of the reasons that it's one of my favorite is because they are always listening and always iterating, and they have their finger on the pulse of what is coming next and what large companies need. But having said that, I will say, and I'm, I'm still smiling from ear to ear, it's so thoughtful that he put this in there. In the book acknowledgments, I have to tell you guys this, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that he said this. He said, I want to give special thanks to, you know, some other people. And then he said, Frankie Soche, whose understanding of the complex analytical needs of a highly scaled customer service environment had a major impact on how I think about the measurement of customer care over social messaging. What a wonderful thing to say. Thank you so much. And it means a lot to me because I think that Josh is such a forward thinker. He really understands it. He really gets it. And like I said, we met in 2011 at the Insight Group Customer Service Summit, but he had the insight all the way back in 2010 that social media would fundamentally change the nature of customer service. And he didn't pinpoint something and then stay stuck there. He is constantly iterating. He's constantly asking people around him what it is they need, what it is they think. And, you know, I read through the first few pages of the book already. Of course I did. And in there, he's talking about when he started the company, how he went and sat with customers and looked at what their day was like and looked at how they were struggling and what they were struggling with. And then also looked at how happy customers were that they could get service in the channel that they were in rather than having to move to another channel. So he knew early on that there just had to be a better technological solution where great customer care could be given to customers in their channel of choice, which is very forward thinking as far as 2010. But now, like I said, fast forward, because this book, Message Me, talks about how Josh understands that now we're shifting to where messaging is really going to be the future of customer service in the era of social messaging and artificial intelligence. It's all really going to be about messaging. So I highly recommend that you pick up that book. And I highly recommend that you take into consideration if you are not currently offering messenger customer chat or a different form of messaging to your customers, 
really need to consider that because that is the future of digital interactions. All right, so that's the future according to Joshua March. Now let's talk about the future according to Dimitri Callens, who is the co-founder of Engager, which is now CX Social, and that is part of the Clarabridge suite of products. And when I say the future according to Dimitri Callens, this is not his entire overview. This is one very critical piece that he explained so well. We talked about it before on episode 18, measuring asynchronous handle time. But I think that he did such a great job of describing this with real clarity. So I want to share this with you. It's a very foundational subject and very important as we move from synchronous to asynchronous communication. So check out this explanation that he gave when we were at the C3 conference in Washington, DC. He said that synchronous communication means that the interaction happens in a single session and that replies must be immediate. So think to yourself, a telephone call, an in-person interaction, or live chat. Because once the chat session starts, even though you could be multitasking, you still have to be there typing back and forth. Otherwise, the operator who's on the other end of the chat will disconnect the session. Now, the other type of transaction that you can have is an asynchronous transaction. And he says that this means that the reply can wait. So this would be if you fax a fax to somebody and you're waiting and they're going to fax something back to you. Or if you're sending an email to somebody and it can wait and then they're going to email something back to you. Now he says that social media spans both synchronous and asynchronous communications. So if you think of a Venn diagram, you've got synchronous communication on one side, you've got asynchronous communication on the other side, and smack dab there in the middle touching both is social media. And that is the best explanation that I have heard. I did my best to explain how you measure it on episode 18, but in terms of describing where social media sits, couldn't have done it better myself. It was a great explanation. So when you have messenger customer chat, it is both asynchronous where you may have the customer back and forth right this second and an asynchronous where the customer may have a discussion with you on messenger customer chat and then hop on the airplane. And then when they get off the airplane, maybe they finish their discussion with you way later on this evening, or maybe it even waits till tomorrow. It could actually wait a couple of days or longer. So that shows you how you can either be synchronous or asynchronous in social customer care. And that is also the future of digital interactions. This means we have to be careful how we measure things. It means that we have to be careful to make sure that our agents understand the difference in fluidity between the use cases that we're having out there. And we need to make sure that our agents understand the way that customers feel and how much time they have and how hands-on they can or can't be with things. For example, if a customer is getting ready to hop on an airplane, maybe that's not the time that you want to send him that self-service link to how to fix his home modem or something like that. 
Or conversely, maybe if he's at home and his internet isn't working, maybe that's a great time to send him a self-service article about how to get his modem restarted. See what I mean? That's personalizing down right to the particular use case level. Very important stuff. Obviously a very small pinpoint subject, but profound. So thank you, Dimitri. I didn't even ask him if I could share that with you, but I'm sure that he'd be happy for me too. Okay, now I want to give you a third view, which is the future of digital interactions, according to Frankie. Now, recently, I just reminded you that I had done my episode 85, which was 2018 predictions for social customer care. And I had explained that in all of digital and social customer care, I believe that three things we're going to rule 2018 and beyond in terms of providing customer care over digital channels. And it meant that we needed to be focusing on how we are going to scale, how we're going to be able to measure ROI, and how we're going to be innovating. The scale is very important because, as you may have heard me say on previous episodes, we know from financial sector leaders that $30 trillion worth of assets are going to be shifted from baby boomers to their millennial heirs in the next 10 to 20 years. And this is profoundly important to us as digital and social customer care providers because What this means is the market share is shifting because the wallet share is shifting. When all this money lands from the baby boomers to the millennials, that means millennials are now the ones in charge of deciding what is going to happen, what they do or don't want in products and services, and where they spend that money that they're inheriting. So if we know that, then what we also know is that Millennials tend to prefer self-service, they want very personalized experiences, and they want things to be frictionless. And we have to find a way to transition from some companies having as much as 70, 80, 90% of their customer interactions happening in the call center on a telephone. We've got to be able to swing that all the way back around and move a lot more of these transactions where our customers want them, which is online in a digital sense. They want great self-support options where they can go online and serve themselves. They want great community options where they can go and have conversations with customers about the issues that they're having rather than talking to the company. And then they also want to be able to have very brief and very effective interactions with a company when they need to do that. And they want it to be in a very mobile cellular phone, digital kind of way. So when we're doing that, we know that we need to scale. We've got to be able to handle more of those transactions from a digital perspective. And what I've done is we talked about it on episode 193, but I've pulled them out for you again. I've given you some episodes that you can roll back to to figure out how you're going to be able to scale your operations to handle all of this volume that we believe will be coming to us. Episode 93, Measuring Opportunities for Efficiency. Episode 84, Streamlining Your Digital Technology. Episode 90, The Mastery Journal. That one's great for leaders and frontline agents as well because it helps you be able to prioritize and focus. It's really fantastic. 
Episode 96, Outsourcing for Efficiency. Yes, even your social and digital customer care can be outsourced safely as long as you are careful about what you're doing. So outsourcing for efficiency is a great one to listen to. Episode 92, Maximizing Productivity. And then also episode 74, how you use automation to reduce your handle time. So those will help you to do the scaling we need to do. Measuring the ROI is something that, as Josh said in the book, I have been a big proponent of making sure that you are able to measure your return on investment for your digital and social customer care program for a couple of reasons. Number one, need to be able to explain to your organization what impact you're having on the bottom line for the organization. And number two, you also need to be able to staff appropriately. And if you are measuring the right things, if you're measuring how long your interactions take, if you're measuring how many agents you need, and if you're measuring the volume that's coming in, then you're obviously able to understand how many agents you need to handle the volume that's coming in. So first, you want to be able to get efficient, right? And then second, you want to be able to make sure that you are staffed appropriately and doing what you need to do with that staffing. The third one has been huge this year. It's been even bigger than I thought it would be. The chatbots are coming, the chatbots are coming, and artificial intelligence, and everybody is very excited about this. And rightfully so, because in order to get efficient, in order to scale, we've got to be able to innovate. And it doesn't mean that we won't have any agents anymore. Of course not. We need to be providing technology that will help the agents become more efficient and that will allow our agents to do what they are best at, which is being able to provide those tricky situations, really good answers and effectively close the loop. And then using that automation to get the repetitive tasks done for us. We have to be very careful when we do that, obviously, because the technology for chatbots and artificial intelligence is not at the point yet where you can hand over entire interactions over to chatbots. It's really more of still in a decision tree type way. So if you think about the old interactive voice response theory, where you call into a call center and it says, if this, then this, you know, press one for this department or press two for that. Really, that's where chatbots are right now. So, you know, if somebody types a keyword, then the chatbot can come back and and sort of go through that way with them. So it's really, you know, put things in the chatbots that customers could find on the website if they went to your website and were searching for things, but really they're just already on Twitter. And so they just want to tweet the question to you rather than searching it on your website. Those are the kinds of things that we want to be using those chatbots for now. But I did have a few episodes around innovation that I thought I would bring back to your attention. Let's talk about your post-tagging strategy on episode 24, making sure that you are tagging appropriately and using the technology that you have to its best ability. Make sure that you fully understand what your tool will do and maximize what you get out of that technology. Also, you've got really neat tech like episode 49, Craig Davis, the CEO of Agent IQ, came on to tell us all about Agent IQ and what that artificial intelligence can do across different platforms. That was great. And then speaking of Joshua March from Converse Social, episode 54 was about messenger customer chat coming to Converse Social. And episode 59, Jason Valdina from Converse Social talked to us about their case management, which you know, I'm a huge fan of case management. 
And then episode 64, we talked about planning tech around millennials and what they want. How do you know that you've got the right technology for the millennials that are in your customer base? And then episode 139 was about how to create effective chatbots. And episode 144 was making your chatbots flexible. So there you have it. According to Frankie, those are the three things that I think we ought to be focusing on scaling, measuring, return on investment and innovating. Today's episode is brought to you by craftbeerclub.com. Good people drink good beer. Get the finest craft beers from America's best microbreweries delivered right to your door. They search out exceptional craft beers from around the country and then deliver the monthly beer club selections direct to you or your gift recipient's door. You can choose an ongoing beer club membership or craft beer club gifts to ship monthly, every other month, or even quarterly. This is a fantastic gift for the craft beer enthusiast in your life. Give 1 to 12 shipments and receive up to 3 bonus gifts and an additional $25 bonus with your order. So just head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the picture for Craft Beer Club today to learn more. All right, guys, there you have it. That was Thoughtful Thursday, where we're taking a look at what's trending now. And make sure you tune in tomorrow because tomorrow will be our Freeform Friday, where we talk about what's trending now and whatever we feel like because it's Friday. And what we feel like talking about tomorrow is pre-gaming for the Insight Group's Customer Service Summit West, so you don't want to miss it. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Soche. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll catch you tomorrow. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.